so we can give him the glory. Because there's nothing that we've ever done or ever could do to save ourselves. Praise God. I love both of those songs. <laughs> it's just catch my breath. Well, I was thinking the other day, meditating. I've been reading the um, Gospel of Matthew, as well as we've been in Acts. And I really, I wanted to preach about the second coming of Jesus Christ. But God had other plans for tonight. So maybe another day he'll allow me to preach that message. But um, I, I was thinking the other day, you know, Michael Jackson had that song, We Are the World. You know, there's a lot of craziness going on in the news, uh, rumors of wars, like Matthew 24, you know, is, is kind of playing out. You know, we're hearing rumors of wars and their wars and just all kinds of pestilence and all kinds of stuff that could, if you're trusting yourself, could drive you big out of your mind. It, it, it could make you really get stressed out, have a lot of anxiety. But when we trust God's Word, when we trust that this is His promise, his word is his promise. And when we trust him and we're one of his children, when we believe that Jesus died on that cross, he shed his blood to wash away our sins, and we come back into a right relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ. Jesus overcame this world. So therefore, we're overcomers in Him, as long as we're in Him. For Mike Jackson wrote this song, We Are the World, but I think it was Sister Sledge wrote a song, We Are Family. So the name of my message, if you want to give it a message, is Who Is My Family? Uh -huh. Who Is My Family? And you know, they were a little bit closer than Michael Jackson for us believers, because if we're believers, we're family. We become brothers and sisters in Christ. And with that, I'm just going to, I hope y'all love the Word of God. I know I do. And I'm going to let God do most of the speaking tonight. It's not going to be a long message, but we're going to um, hear from God, not from Bill. Okay? So let's go to Matthew chapter 12, verses 46 through 50. Matthew 12, 46 through 50. The Bible says, While he was still speaking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and brothers were standing outside seeking to speak to him. And someone said to him, Behold, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak to you. But he answered 
the one who was telling him and said, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand towards his disciples, he said, Behold my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, he is my brother and my mother. And then in Luke chapter 8, verses 19 through 21. Luke chapter 8, verses 19 through 21. And his mother and brothers came to him, and they were unable to get to him because of the crowd. And it was reported to him, Your mothers and your brothers are standing outside wishing to see you. But he answered and said to them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. These who hear the word of God and do it. I like the way Luke puts that. It's, it's the same story, the same thing, but it's just, it's kind of simple, and I'm kind of simple. It just says, if you hear the word of God, just do it. And if we're doing the will of God, as we hear the word of God, if we're a child of God, the Holy Spirit allows us to receive his word, and we're to move on it. We're to move with it. We're just to do it. Change our names to Nike and just do it. But I don't suggest you change your name to Nike, but the Word of God says, These who hear the Word of God and do it, that's my mothers and my brothers. That makes us His family when we hear His Word and do it and move with Him when He wants us to move. We're His family. That's how people will know we're His family. Because if we're doing His will, what's He say? Love Him with everything we have and love each other. Love our neighbors as we love ourselves. If we're sharing His love and we're opening up, letting His love flow through us, and we're loving Him the way we're supposed to love Him, this would be easy to love each other because He imparts His love into our heart Amen. to allow us to love others and to allow us to love ourselves. And, and, and that's a big thing, and, and I know I've spoken on it before about forgiveness. You know, the first one we have to forgive is ourselves. We have to learn to forgive ourselves because if we can't forgive ourselves, we cannot get forgiveness or have forgiveness for anyone else. And the only way we can forgive ourselves is to ask God, please put forgiveness in my heart. Please put forgiveness in our hearts, Lord, so we can forgive, so we can love. Because we can't love if we can't forgive. Because we're carrying bitterness. And if we're carrying bitterness, we can't let that love flow. Right? Y'all agree with that? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Then we're going to go to Romans chapter 8. Verses 14 through 17. Romans 8, verses 14 through 17. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirits 
that we are children of God, and if children, heirs also, heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, in order that we may also be glorified with him. But praise God, it says, for, who, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So when we hear the word and we do it, the Spirit carries the word. Therefore, the Spirit's going to carry us and lead us and use us for the Father's good pleasure and not our own good pleasure. We're going to walk with Him, walk for Him, and walk towards Him. And if we're doing that, His light is going to shine through us, His love's going to flow through us, and this world's going to want to step in line with us, not behind us, but with us, to walk into His glory. But if we're walking like the world and they don't know any difference and they don't see a difference in us and our walk and we proclaim to be children of the living God who created the heavens and the earth, if we're not walking in his love, if we're not walking in his word, hearing his word and doing it, then the world is going, I've heard the same thing and I'm still living the same way you are. You know, and, and, and we need to look in the mirror, but really not really look in the mirror. We need to fall on our knees and ask God, please, help me. Give me your full salvation, your full salvation, to be saved, healed, and delivered. Saved, healed, and delivered. And, and skip down to verse 28 through 31. It says, we know that God calls us all things to work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son. Be conformed to the image of his Son. That's, 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 that's God's word, not Phil's word. And I love it. I don't know about y'all. I get excited when, I, when God puts something on my heart and I really go through his word look for the answers because any problem that we have, any questions we have, there's an answer for it right here, right in this, right this Bible. There's an answer for every question that we'll ever have while we're on this earth. There's an answer for every single question, every problem, every ailment, every everything. It, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's some people... And it's kind of cliche when they use it, say Bible with basic instructions before leaving earth. It, it's, it is basic instructions, but it's so much more than that. Right. It's so much more than that. It's, it's life itself. It, 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 it's strength. It's peace. It's everything. Everything that we need to experience the joy that Jesus prayed for us to have is in his word. All that joy that peace, that calmness that we can walk in because he didn't give us a spirit of fear and the world will give us fear. The world will push a spirit of fear. You look on the news and, and everything is just so bam, bam, bam and just, it's just trying to stress people out and get people at odds with each other, fighting against each other about, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to get into all of it, but it's just like politics and just not necessarily politics, but what, you know, going control this, that, and the other, you know, because there's been a lot of murder and stuff. There's been a lot of murder going on my entire life. 
since I've been on this planet that there's been a lot of murder. It's just you didn't have everybody with the cell phone and with the camera on every corner catching every single thing, every evil, wicked thing that we do as human beings in the flesh. That's why we need to hear the Word of God and do it. We need to hear that Word and move on it. When God moves, because He's going to move us in the right direction. His, His Word leads us yes. in the correct direction. It, it, it leads us into all peace, all love, all knowledge, all wisdom. It's His wisdom, not our wisdom, because He spells it out from beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation. He teaches us how to walk uprightly before Him. And if we walk uprightly before Him and walk in obedience to Him, we're going to hear His Word and do it. That's what Matthew says. And those who hear my word and do it is what Jesus said. It's recorded by Matthew and Luke. If we do what he says, we're going to live pleasing to him. He's going to pour blessings. And those blessings he's going to pour is his provision. Don't mean my house will be bigger than your house. <laughs> my car will be better than your car because I'm pleasing the Lord. It don't work like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, God will bless those He blesses. He bless. He what's He say? The sun shines on the wicked as well as the good. He He, he shines His sun on everybody. And some people, you know, you, you're going, why would you bless this guy and not bless me, God? I'm I'm just doing this. Then why are you doing it, Phil? Why are you doing it? Are you doing it for the provision, or are you doing it because of the provision? We need to do it because of the provision, because of what God has blessed us with, what God has done in our lives, what He has brought us through, things that we don't even know He brought us through. I know looking back on my life, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say. Thank you, Jesus. And, and you know, and if, it, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be standing here tonight. You know, Jesus Christ came in my heart. He, he changed who I am in my inner man. I still am not totally right up here, but He tells me to renew my mind. And how do we renew our mind? By digging into His Word. When we have questions, seek Him for the answers. And not, not call up, hey, hey bro, who is my family? Susan, who is my family? Marshall, who is my family? And I'm not supposed to call my brothers and sisters. I'm supposed to seek God for my answers. And if God puts one of y'all in my heart, because y'all been through the same thing that I'm seeking an answer for, then I should pray first, but that's where I'll get my answer. That's where He'll put you on my heart, just through prayer, through digging in His Word, hanging around other believers, in, in, in coming together to be encouraged and to learn exactly who He is. And it's by coming together. And what, what, coming together as a family, you know, we're, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and when we're on one accord, that's when He's going to blow our mind. That's when He's going to change the world. It's not just this group of believers. It's the whole body of Christ, you know, 
we're like a cell in the body of Christ. Y'all heard me speak on that before. 37 trillion cells right here make up this body. Roughly 37 trillion cells. So how many cells make up the body of Christ? And the cell has to be healthy for the body to be healthy. When the cell breaks down, that's when cancer comes in. That's when it starts, cankers start eating away at their body. And it starts falling down and falling apart. How can God's, how can God's glory, how can His glory, His Shekinah glory, how can it fall down on His body? If it's, you got part of it limping over here and part of it limping over here. The true body of Christ, the true believers in Christ, we need to step up and walk in His power. Because He tells us in the Great Commission in Matthew and in Mark, you know, He tells us what we can do in His name. He's not only told us what we can do, He's commanded us what we should do. Is to go out, touch people, heal people, raise people from the dead, cast out demons. Nothing's going to harm you. If we truly believe it, we've got to get out of our minds and get into our own hearts. Because we all know who Jesus Christ is. We know what he did. We know the power he had, power he walked in. And then in the book of Acts, where we've been studying on Wednesdays, it's just been reaffirming it to me. It's like Jesus went with them. He was seated at the right hand of the Father, right where he's at right now. But that same Holy Spirit that was in Peter and that was in Paul and John and Philip and Stephen and all those who were doing these things, they weren't doing them. Jesus Christ was. But the Holy Spirit would move them, say, put them in the spot they needed to be. You know, he put them right where they needed to be. And they were obedient. When the Spirit moved them, they knew what Jesus had told them. You know, and Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will bring all things into your remembrance. What I've said, and lead you into all truth. So he's, <laughs> when they walked, they walked as a matter of fact. And if we truly believe this is God's word and that every word of God is pure, then we should be able to walk in that same power and authority. But I believe, and I know for me, and I'm not going to try and generalize, but I, I know for me, it's right here. Sometimes you got to get out of your own head because you get up and you and God wants to use you and then you start saying stuff or start in the back of your head while you're speaking life, you're going, it's really going to work. Is God really going to use me? They didn't, they didn't say, is God really going to use me? They just yielded allowed God to use them. And we have to learn to yield. And, and, and we've been taught in this world, we've been taught by the world that we need to be told what to do by other men and women. And, 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 and we listen to what we can't do. We listen to what we can't do. There's a lot of churches that teach that, you know, they don't teach about the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in healings. That's, that, that's something of the past. We have doctors now. Praise God, we have doctors. You know, we were talking about that earlier, you know. God gets the doctor's knowledge, but God don't want us to trust in the doctor. He wants us to trust in Him, period. 
And when we trust in Him, if He says, lay hands on that man, tell him to be healed, we should just walk up and say, be healed in the name of Jesus. We should walk up and do exactly what He tells us. He'll put, he'll put it, He's put it on my heart before when I've done it, and I haven't spoke to the guy since, and I'm going to have to look him up. But I pray to God that He healed him. I don't know. But it's not about the results. It's about the obedience. It, 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 it's like when God puts it on my heart, share His love. It is to share His love. It may be to plant that seed. Five years down the road, somebody might come and water it and it might just blossom. You know, it might just overwhelm and take over God's life. When that seed is Jesus Christ. Which the Bible talks about the seed, not the seeds. We're not to plant seeds everywhere. We're to plant the seed. The seed, which is Jesus Christ, the seed of Abraham. And that's just a beautiful thing to me. But it, it, the thing with me, like I said, is I know that I do, and I know I'm not the only one in the body of Christ who allows their mind to get in the way of their heart and block that signal. Because if God wants to come into your heart, God wants to take over our inner being, our our. our entire existence. He wants he wants us to totally yield. He wants to live through us. The Bible tells us, Paul tells us, it's not me who lives, it's Christ who lives through me. Paul got it. God used him to write two-thirds of the New Testament, used him to bring someone back from the dead, used him in a mighty way. And what did Paul what did Paul's reward on this earth? What was his reward? He got thrown into prison. He wrote the Bible, praise God. But before that he got stoned, he got beat, but he stayed on mission. And I have no doubt in my mind, he knew what was coming. That's what got him through it, just like Stephen when he was stoned. Fell on his knees, looked up, saw the glory of God. If Stephen had ran, he never would have seen the glory of God because he wouldn't have been standing up to Jesus. He wouldn't have been standing up to his core beliefs. And if you don't have that core belief that God Almighty is your Father in Heaven, Jesus Christ came down here to save your soul. If we don't have that core belief and can't stand on it, we're never going to see the glory of God because we're not who we say we are. If we're not standing firm, in His Word, doing His Word, not running from persecution. I mean, we don't have to seek persecution. That's that's you know, not what He wants us to do. He wants to move. He wants us to move when He moves us. He wants us to hear His Word and do it, because He's He's called us into His family, and I believe He's chosen us to be His family, to be joint heirs with Him. Jesus Christ chose us Himself. And John, what is 15, 16 says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain that whatsoever. It means anything you ask the Father, He may give it to you. You know, and if we're walking in His will, if we're doing what He's called us to do, we're touching people's lives, we're changing people's lives, we're encouraging people, we're teaching people how to come into a relationship with the creator of the universe. If 
we're teaching people how to come into that relationship because it's the relationship that saves us. Amen. It's not. It's not this. It's not New Life Kingdom Builders that saves us. It's not any building that we'll ever walk into or any outreach or any particular denomination. Jesus, when we come home, we're not going to be asked at the judgment seat of God. We're not going to be asked at the great white throne judgment. Um, were you Pentecostal? Were you Episcopalian? Were you Baptist? Were you this? Were you that? It's not going to ask you that. You know, and I know what I'm going to ask when I get there. I'm going to have mercy on me. I don't deserve to be here. But that's what saves us. This is God's mercy. He bled out on that cross so that we wouldn't have to. He paid the penalty for our sin so that we wouldn't have to. And, and, and I, I pray to God every day, make me a better man today than I was yesterday. You know. Because I know there's something I haven't thought about that he hadn't shown me yet that I thought about yesterday that was just out of, out of line. Yeah. It was totally out of line, I'm sure. Because, and I'll do that, I'm like, well, where'd that come from? God, help me. And, and, and I still, I get up every day, I get into his word. And I ask him, please help me to be a better man today than I was yesterday. Let me live for your good pleasure, not my own. Help me, help me, help me. I'm nothing without you, but I can do all things through you. Because your word tells me I can. Your word tells me I can. If I walk in obedience, you tell me in, in Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me, and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not, but we call to him like we know who he is. Amen. Call to him with a pure heart. Call to him with expectation. And he's going to show us things that are going to blow our mind. He's going to show us things that will just light us up and just make us <laughs> make us praise him. That's what it's going to do. And the things he shows me makes me praise him. The things he's brought me through makes me praise him. And the people he brings me around makes me praise him. You know, because I, I love my family. And, you know, Jesus said, who is my family? And that's, you know, I, I was thinking about that too. I'm like going... Susan's my natural sister. You're all my brothers and sisters in Christ. What did Jesus say when his mother and his brothers come up trying to see him? They're like this. Jesus, Jesus didn't get up and go, Oh, hang on. My mother and my sister, and he said, No, he said, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Who is my sister? Those who do the will of my Father. He died so that family unit could be put back together the way it was supposed to be with him in the center. With him in the center of the family. He, it's all about him. He's, in, in, in Genesis chapter 3 verse 20, it says that Eve is the mother of all the living. Right? Eve is the mother of all the living. And I got to thinking about that. I'm like going, I backed up. And I'm like, all right, God spoke the world into existence. When he made Adam, he didn't make Eve right away. All the animals had male and female. 
in the human race was just a man. But it wasn't just a man. He was in a, rela he was in a relationship with God. And in that relationship, God gave him and said, he looked and saw, he said, it's not good that man should be alone. So he lays him down, puts him in a deep sleep, and grabs one of his ribs. And I believe he grabbed that rib because it represents that's where a husband and wife should walk. It's like this, just holding each other, holding each other up, helping each other, and, and, and praising God together. And, and, and they were both in that relationship with God. And then it says, in I believe, before that verse of 320, it tells us that man will leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Right? It says it will become one flesh. When you marry, you become one flesh. Right? All right. So one flesh. So therefore, when the when Noah built, built the ark, I was thinking, I'm like, Eve is the mother of all the living, of all the human beings. She's the mother of all. On the ark, Everybody was wiped out. Eight people were saved on the ark. The rest of the world was wiped out. It had never rained a day. So every single one of us, somewhere down the line, came off of that ark. Which would be children of Noah. Then you have Abraham and Sarah come along. And then you have Ishmael and his mother Hagar. And then you have Isaac is born to Sarah in, the, in her old age, in, in, in Abraham's old age. And you have the child of the promise and the child of the flesh. Child of the promise and child of the flesh. What's the difference between child of the promise and child of the flesh? Child of the flesh was made to satisfy a man or a woman. Ishmael came about because Sarah wanted a child, didn't think God was going to bless her with a child, but Abraham knew. Abraham knew. And you know, the Bible calls him Father Abraham to the Jews. Father Abraham knew. God was going to give him a child without a doubt because he told him he would be the father of many nations. He'd be the father of nations. So if he took it upon himself because his wife wanted a child, she gave him, stepped out of order, stepped out of order of God, but then Abraham has a son, and then he has Isaac, and then you have Sarah turns on Hagar. Sarah turns on Hagar and tells Abraham, 
get rid of her. Get rid of her, get rid of that boy, get him out of here. And as a man, I'm taking him like going, it's my child. You know, and in the flesh, it would have been like, you lost your mind. I mean, really, in the flesh, there's no way I'm going to get rid of my son. He's my flesh. God came to Abraham and told him, listen to her. Listen to her. This is the child that I promise. That's not. He will have no inheritance with the child of the promise. And he was the child of the promise. And the Jesus Christ lineage comes out through there. Comes out through Jacob. And then it comes out through Judah. And on down the line. But it was all about family right from the beginning. And it's about family today. And with that, we're going to go to Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18, verses 28 through 30. says, And behold, we have left our own homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who shall not receive many times as much in this time and in the age to come eternal life. forsaken all for Christ you're going to receive so much more in return if we love not our lives like I think it's Revelation 12 11 if we love not our lives to the death if we give it all to Jesus right now if we give it all to Jesus right now our family expands Immediately. If, 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 if I got saved today, I would be your new brother, Marshall. I'd be your new brother, Derek. You know? And, and, and when we give it to God, we give it all to God, everything expands. Because I know if I fell on hard times, I'd have a brother or sister in Christ who would lend me a hand. I've had brothers and sisters in my house lend me a hand when I needed it, but I've had others who weren't so, I don't know the word I'm looking for, weren't, weren't so generous, but I've had, had, had one right here that, that, that's helped me out big time. But I know the people I know who are children of God, and you can tell by their fruit, tell by the love for one another who I could rely on. You know, there's some people I'm like going, some people I'm coming, hey, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm having issues, man, I need some help. I need to talk to you, I need 
this album. God put you on my heart. God put you on my heart. God put you on my heart. But he's going to direct my steps because I'm going to continue to seek him. And, and you know, and if, if we suffer shame for his name, or if we go through hard times, because nowhere in this Bible does it say being a Christian is supposed to be easy. He says, it tells me, Jesus says, if the world hates me, he's going to hate you too. If you're walking in the truth, if you're hearing my word and doing it, this world's going to hate you. Because you're going to look different from this world, you're going to think different from this world, and you're going to speak different from this world. You're not going to get caught up in little petty arguments over the donkey and the elephant or anything else because it doesn't matter. All this is temporary and there's nobody in position of power anywhere on this planet, regardless of country, regardless of party affiliation. There's nobody nowhere who is in position that God Almighty did not ordain, that He did not put in this spot and it's for His will and His will only. It's not for our will, it's not for our wishes, not for what we think, and not for what we feel. It's about God's plan that He had before the beginning of time. He has that same plan today, and that's the salvation of those He's chosen. Amen. You know, that's His That's His plan. It's not our plan, and we think we're something that we're not. And if you get up, I flew in the plane a few years ago, the only time I ever did, and I flew across country, so I got to go way up. And I'm looking down, and I'm like going. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And people looked at me, I'm like going. <laughs> God loves me, and I'm this small. I'm this small. How can I can't even see hardly the cars down there. I can see houses that look like ants, and there's people, and some of them might have ten people in one of them houses. And I'm looking down, and I'm like going, and God holds the entire universe in the span of His hand, and I'm like going. And he came down here and laid his life down for me. And I'm this small. How can it be? How can it be? Glory be to God. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. He wants to deliver us from anything that's bothering us spiritually, mentally, physically. Every aspect of our life. He wants to take care of us. He wants to provide for us. He wants us to trust him. Period. Trust Him. Psalm 118, verse 8. One of my favorite verses, and I know it's the first time I've said that tonight, but it's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And when we trust Him with our everything, it's like Paul said, the suffering which we might endure does not compare at all to the glory Hallelujah. that awaits. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. You know, glory be Thank to God. He loves us so much. Thank We're so Jesus. small, but so complex. <laughs> we think we can hold the world on our shoulders. God holds it all right there in the palm of His hand. The span of his hand is the entire universe, but he holds, holds the world right in his hand. And we think we're something. 
you know, as human beings, we think we're something. And I know, and I thank God I came to that knowledge that I am absolutely nothing without Jesus Christ. Amen. And I pray that everybody I know comes to that knowledge. I pray that everybody I come across, if God puts it on my heart to speak, that they'll come to that knowledge. But it doesn't always work that way. When we walk in obedience, sometimes people like to throw tomatoes. You know, I haven't had anybody put their hands on me, but I always, I'm pretty quick. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I've had some people look like they want to smack me. I've had people just immediately go into tears. And all I've said is, Jesus loves you. So Jesus loves you, will make you flee, or it will set you free. It, it, it'll, it'll, Pull out love, or it'll bring on rage. People, some people just—you can tell, you know. There's that people think this world and take this world too seriously, this physical world, but it's a spiritual battle we're in. It's been a spiritual battle from the beginning, and we're still in the spiritual battle. And they're demons, but they're angels. Children of God and children of the world. Children of God and children of the devil. And we have that choice. We have that choice. He gave us the choice to believe. He put somebody in our path or had somebody take us to church, got us in front of a man or a woman to preach the gospel of Christ. And deep in our heart and in our inner being, we believed. <coughs> and I do to this day believe. If I'd been the only man on this planet, he still would have sent Jesus to die for me. And it's the same for everybody sitting in this room or anybody anywhere in this world. They had that choice. But some people don't know. Some people have never heard. Some people have never heard the gospel. It says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But how can they hear if somebody don't preach, if somebody don't speak? And this was life and death are in the power of the tongue. We've got to speak life. We got we are life. We have life inside of us. The Holy Spirit of God is life. Jesus gave us that life when He died, wrote, died, was buried, and rose again. He, he died to cover us in His blood, to wash our sins away. He rose again so we can live with Him. So we could walk with Him. So we could be given the Holy Spirit, which is everything we need to obey Him, to overcome this world. Because you've got the world, well, I was going to say whispering in one ear, but the world's yelling from all directions right now, seems to be. It's like, it's yelling, but God is whispering, going, I got you, Bill. I got you, Bill. He, he, he's if we're listening for his voice, that little whisper, so much louder than this world, so much more powerful than this world, it, it, it's, it, it's everything. It's our protection, our deliverance, our love, our power, our peace. It's our all in all. He is our all in all. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you.